What's, What's up? up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD, OD Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> Period. Are you ready? Are you they tried to kill your favorite, your favorite bitch. <laughs> like my hair be cute when I first take the braids out. <laughs> But this, I'm gonna need this to last me through Friday, and it's probably not. I should have waited till tomorrow to take these out, but I didn't know it's gonna be this cute. Yeah. Anywho, y'all, let me tell you. So glad this COVID vaccine vaccine is trying to take me out. Tell the true story. Tell the whole story. <clears throat> um, I got my vaccine yesterday, my second dose for the vax was T. Got my zombie juice, got my computer chip, all that yesterday. Got it installed. New install. Anywho, nice um, okay. You need to choose your words wisely. <laughs> um, first, first vaccine didn't have no symptoms. This one, um, I was just tired. Like I, I was at work earlier and I just got tired out of nowhere. I went to, I just took a nap and I woke up, so I'm fine. But that nap felt like I was like under. Like that was a deep sleep. I ain't gonna lie. Yes, I'm telling you, y'all. Okay, so first of all, I mean, obviously we both have gotten both shots. I got my second dose, um, April, like right before I went to Cincinnati. So around the the oh, I got it on the eighth, April eighth, and I was so worried about side effects. But I promise y'all, I had basically no no side effects. The only reason why I say basically is because I do remember a couple of moments where I had um like what I thought were hot flashes, but I also don't know if they were hot flashes. I mean, I was flying. I, maybe I'm in denial, but I don't feel like, I mean, if that, if I'll say those are my side effects, but it was not like a, it wasn't nothing crazy. It was just like, dang, I'm hot. Then yeah, it was no, just I, heard, I heard people saying they had fevers, body aches, and See, I, didn't I didn't have, have that. That. I just, yeah. I literally just feel tired. So I just took a nap. That's yeah. It. So mine's were very minimal. How do you feel about these people that are making all these posts, like shaming folks for sharing that they got a vaccine? Um, I ignore them because the thing is, um, about the internet, I guess whenever the majority agrees on something, they have no problem with it. So like, say for instance, people are shaming the vaccine itself or really promoting that it's just not something that people should be getting or, um, you know what I'm saying? Just really turning people away from it. And I feel like that is not responsible for one. You know what I'm saying? People should have their own opinion or if they should do so so for me um the only reason why did i why i shared the fact that i've gotten my vaccine is because for one i have clients to take care of like I, i'm literally in people's faces 24 7 multiple people's faces you know what i'm saying and yeah. even though <clears throat> it's a possibility that i can still get covid but i think that it's just my responsibility since i'm always around people i'm always traveling um, to at least do my part. I did my research. I understand what the side effects are. I understand what it does. I actually understand the difference between a vaccination and an immunization. Um, Ooh, and <clears throat> talk to them. Because I think that's, um, they're all talking about it. I'm like, well, vaccinations are temporary. Um, yeah, I saw You know what some, I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I try to, I'm, I'm, I just try to get to the bottom of it. And I think, I, I think that one of the most responsible irresponsible tweets I've, I mean posts I've seen was the one about um if you stand next to people with the vaccine you're gonna have bleeding and menstrual problems and <laughs> miscarriages vaginal bleeding um you're gonna get rashes oh that that was a troll I would like to assume that people don't really feel that way but in a world of QAnon you can never be too sure um I I'm kind of I'm like 
like you. So first of all, I just have never been anti-vaccine. I actually really judge anti-vaxxers. My first reason is because 99% of us probably have a vaccine running through our blood. Um, And so the way I look at this pandemic is like literally when we didn't have a vaccine, people were not doing their part to make sure that the virus didn't spread. So how are you against masks, against social distancing, against um, avoiding large crowds, but also against the the vaccine? But you want the you want COVID to go away, though. You get what I'm saying? It's kind of weird. It's like it's kind of productive to me. Now, I do believe that everybody has a right to waive you know, they have, they have the right to not get the vaccine. I'm not, I don't have anything against that, but I, I'm not okay with people not getting it and also not being safe Yeah. Um, because y'all, a lot of y'all killed y'all grandmamas this year and last year. Yeah. And you ain't going to say it out loud, but we know it. How else did mama get the virus? Okay. Stop saying that. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I think, I mean, I do understand people's concerns with like, Oh, I don't know what's in and all that, but only when it comes from a place of truly want to understand, because these are, I mean, there are people who like, you already know, popping these sex pills from the gas station, Oh God! all kinds of crazy food, smoke other people's blunts. And you don't know what's in that. And truth be told, we can get food for the grocery store with, with a table with ingredients tab. And it, we still don't, know what's in it i just think that i don't know what's in it then find out you know what i'm saying because yeah. it's actually not private information like you can actually look into this and get an understanding of it and then and the reason why another reason why i felt the need to share mine is because people was like you know how people was like i'm gonna let everybody else get theirs first people actually really do trust my um opinion and expertise on stuff so i feel like if i share that i got it and i share the, my true experience then people will you know maybe not be as intimidated by it obviously there are risks involved with everything but I, 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 <laughs> the people's, the people's fears of the chips and all that, like y'all, you, we literally have been assigned a number. Every last one of us, <laughs> like they yeah. don't, you, none of us are that important to where the government has to specifically try to track you. I'm pretty sure a lot of us have been parts of investigations. We'll never know about screenshots, text messages, internet access. You, you never know, but yeah, and I don't you know. You got that an just, iPhone for crying out loud. Everybody exactly, has an iPhone. You have That's- a smart piece of technology. Let me tell you something. So y'all know I'm in this little boot camp, and I was working on a research, some research last week about facial recognition and how a lot of companies, not Apple, actually, Apple's actually one of those companies that do not share your information, believe it or not. Um, but there are a lot of companies and software, software creators that use facial recognition services off of pictures from social media. Like they mm-hmm. literally have a database of pictures of people me and you people we know and they use that to kind of to kind of develop these services so there's nothing i mean unless you just do not use the internet you you cannot avoid it not not saying that that's okay but i think that we have bigger fish to fry you know what i'm saying yeah yeah anywho that's all i'm sure i just think that i think that people have and then i saw one more thing and i don't want to make this like a a a vaccine rant but um i saw a post where pfizer was basically saying moderna was kind of you know they were saying like in a after about six months, six to 12 months, you're going to need a booster shot. And people are like, oh, so what you saying? The vaccine don't work. And it goes back to like what you said, where they look at vaccine versus immunization, like sweetheart. It's just, I don't know. I just. I, t- I keep telling people like, oh, because a lot of people like if vaccine, if the vaccine work, then what? Um, well, it's I'm not a cure. Another one. I'm like, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's not a cure that you're thinking about an immunization. Uh, immunization makes you immune to something like this is a vaccine. It's going to ha- make you have temporary immunity or either, prote- you know, even protect you from getting it to slow down the virus. Exactly. So that way we can get rid of it faster. 
just like we before we started recording, we were talking about Tylenols and aspirins. Every time you get some pain or a headache or whatever, you got to take another one and another one. Now, you know, you, it might not be fun, but you know that to avoid having this experience, you got to take these steps. So, yeah, I mean, do it. And that's why I, I, I yeah, it's just, I'm not. I, I, like, I used to be anti-vaccination um, um, a while ago, maybe a couple years ago. And that was because I was, I was just looking at those same videos that people were looking at about how vaccines were giving kids, um, uh, what's it called? That it was making them have, um, autism, autism. I read that there's nothing to actually support that, which could be true or false. I don't know. And don't get me wrong. I do think that medicine has been used against people's wills and in harmful ways in the past, but I do not think that that's what's happening right now. And if it is happening, I guess it's only one way to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, I mean, we literally eat food that gets recalled. You know what I'm saying? It's just so many different things. You just cannot, it's, I don't know. I just feel like COVID is so serious that we just need to, it's, it literally takes everybody to be on one accord. But I got my shot, so I ain't the problem. So I think. Gang, gang, Pfizer is the click I claim. Anyways, <laughs> all right, let's get into Black Biz of the Week. What you got? You actually had it. Oh, no, I did. I got it. I'm sorry. I was about to say. I'm sorry, it's the vaccine girl. Um, oh, oh yeah, because you know they say it make your, your brain deteriorate. Yep. It's either you get COVID or you you get dumber. I think, <laughs> I'm, I think I'm doing a little both over here. You poison. Um, okay, so I have um, Black Beast of the Week. It's a photographer that I work with pretty often. Um, his name is Ster- Will Sterling. Um, he has he's a he's a photographer based here in Atlanta, but he does travel. He goes to other countries and do all these photos. Um, him and his wife are actual like a photography duo, I guess you can call it. Is She's this Sterling Picks? Yeah. Okay. Um, his wife is actually a model, but any anytime I've been on a shoot set with him, he's she's always helping. She's helping with poses. She's helping with lighting. She's suggesting lighting. She's moving stuff around. So they both um, they both like. Our dream team. Um, the reason the reason why I specifically like him is because I first of all I love his style of editing because it doesn't look overly photoshopped. Yeah, he literally makes he literally understands the assignment when it comes to black women, and I think that I have a problem with that because I like to. I'm one of those people that I love to put color on black women, and I, I make this rant all the time because there's a lot of people who are anti. Um, when it comes to makeup and when it comes to hair color, they are so anti-color on black skin and saying it makes them look like clowns and all this other stuff. And I think that my agenda and my purpose here is to just really contradict that statement. Just like, I'm like, you know what? I have clients that are have really, really, really deep skin tones and I put blue eyeshadow on them and it look good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But also when you are doing professional work, the photographer is supposed to understand that and understand that his client, you know, have certain skin tone. And if it's not photographed correctly, it could look, it could look bad. Yeah. Um, so it's not always the makeup itself or the color no, choice. It's the, okay. No. Um, I'll let you guys go on my Instagram yourself and see uh, the difference. So if I, if I post something from a photographer and I post a video of it from my phone, I'm trying to show you that it didn't look like that. I'm trying to, I'm basically caping for myself because yeah. I don't want to put something out and then people be like, I don't like that. And then they look at it on the video and be like, oh, wow, it didn't look like that on the thing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? 
it's either then they want to start yelling Photoshop. Yeah. When? So um, with him, I don't have to do that. I don't have to do that. And then on top of that, him and his wife do um, set design. So they literally create sets for a lot of my clients. Like if they're doing a photo shoot that's geared towards around like a marriage or uh, whatever, they literally buy props and or they have props in the studio and they build sets. Like I watched wow. them build um, a beach. Wow. Like they literally bought sandbags, poured it out, put seashells in the sand, put all type of stuff in the sand, shovels. They made, they took buckets of water and put water on top of like this blue thing with ridges in it so it can look like the ocean. Oh, wow. Like they, they I mean, they be really into it. So yeah. um, the Instagram for, for his photography is Sterling Picks, S-C-E-R-L-I-N-G Picks. Um, you can check it out yourself. Like a lot of their stuff that he posts, he yeah, I see him a lot. I saw that picture. He did a Porsche that. that took off on Twitter from the reunion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His pictures always go viral, too. Every last one. That's amazing. <laughs> he okay, understands cool. the assignment. All right. Let's get, in, let's get into Shop Talk. Um, The first thing I have, I mean, this is not somebody we would ever normally talk about, but the Shade Room posted him. But Justin Bieber, I guess he got dreads. Um, he got a new look. Justin Bieber has a a mental illness. Mental illness. Does he really? Um, or are you just trying to be? Yeah, I'm 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 diagnosing it. Okay. <laughs> um, the only reason why I said that is because I pay attention to behaviors. Um, one one thing about college that I do remember and I do um use in my everyday life is things from my psychology class. Mm -hmm. So I always said that if makeup don't work out, I was going to go to school to be a psychologist because I literally pay attention to behaviors and patterns of people without even knowing it mm -hmm. i'm like you know what honestly something ain't right over here and yeah, this probably right. in the water but i just remember i just remember um the story about the reason why he was hanging out with that pastor guy a long time ago that same pastor who was asked to step down from his church because he was having an affair on his wife yeah but i remember the story behind why he was hanging out with him and that probably is one reason why he's scarred just in hollywood in general um, I think that people go through things, um, and they experience things that nobody will ever know. Like some of the most weirdest, cruelest, most disgusting, like tragic things happens in Hollywood and people never really speak about it. And this is another reason why I really applaud, um, Lil Nas X because he's very open. Like he don't hide nothing. He literally is just very open. He tell he tell on his label. He tell on everybody because he, you know what I'm saying. He he like baby, I ain't finna hide nothing. You know, I just learned that he was from Lithia Springs. Did not know that. Yeah, his, and his sister, um, he actually lived on lived like off Bankhead for a minute. His sister from Bankhead. Well, his his family is from Bankhead. Yeah, well, you, you can know, get to it that way. He 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 from out. He act like them Douglasville boys. Yeah, I know a few people from Douglasville, and they act like they act just like him. But um, yeah, Justin, he definitely has a lot of trauma from Hollywood, from from what I read, going a rabbit hole and stuff. That's how I found out about the black web, the dark web. Oh, Jesus, my roommate told me about that in California. Huh? Yeah, I'm actually, um, I always feel bad for people that get introduced to fame at a young age. Um, I mean, clearly only the strong survive, but I, um, and let me know if I'm breaking up. Am I breaking up? Yeah, you was at first, but it was, it's not no more. Let but me I, heard, I just heard everything that you said, though. 
Okay, because it just told me I had an unstable connection, which is why I think it's because I'm in this room, in this other room, which is farther away from the um. But um, I just think about like, you know, it's it must be cool and fun to sing songs and make all these albums, but it's not like these kids sit at home every day and all right, let me go record this song right quick and come back home. Like it's just a lot going on all the time. And you know, when those kids are so young, there it's it's those years where they need to be developed and become who they really are, but they can't because they're actually working. Yeah. Like why why don't child labor laws apply to the entertainment industry? Because that's people's parents' goals. Like a lot of times people look at their kids as like the golden ticket of their way out of the hood For or sure. oh, yeah. famous. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. in in reality, they're not looking at it as like, oh, this could be harmful to them in the in the long run, and then try to get them therapy or whatever. They're looking at them as a meal ticket. Like, you know what? You need to do this. You need to do that. Oh, and I was a product of that too. Living vicariously through their child. Yeah. My mom used to do me like that, but she never like forced me to do stuff. But my mama used to watch, we used to watch, um, like we made it a thing to eat dinner together and to watch like family shows together. So we would watch like uh, <clears throat> American Idol together. We would watch like family movies, like the Michael Jackson movie and stuff like that. And the whole time my mom would be like, see, that could be you. <laughs> that could be you. You could be on there. Because you could do that. I'll be People love you, you when a on... child has a little bit of personality. Oh, she need to be on TV. Yeah, my she mom was definitely that. that person. Like, you sit on the computer all day, you need to go work at computers. Like, <laughs> that's a... I'm like... <laughs> Man, you can help an older person put their phone on the charge and now you work in IT. But how you do that? You need to go, you need to get paid for that. <laughs> it's just a mess. But, um, yeah, I think that he's just honestly dealing with the trauma from the industry like and he and and that's literally a trait of it like if you look at um just people doing with, random stuff you think yeah like mental or maybe illness. that's just who he always was deep inside because i feel like they sold him as this like cool little white kid when he yeah kinda, and then he just became like this tatted and up see, like when he like, when he was younger he had nothing but like black people influencing him around him. Yeah, like, no white people. Him? Huh? yeah 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 okay so, you know what I'm saying? He picked up a lot of those traits from them. And so now that he's older and it's definitely frowned upon, like, oh my God, you black fishing, you trying to act like black people, you trying to sound like black people. He had a lot, he was a child star. So, I mean, he just literally probably acting out what he's doing. Same thing with Chris Brown. Cause I really just really get sad just looking at Chris Brown because I honestly think that he's one of the most talented people that yeah, I've ever scene you know what i'm saying he's still to this day but i i knew something was wrong when he came out with an album and put 40 songs on them the thing okay. he, <laughs> i was okay. like i was like he's so talented when i found out he could paint like his artist like actual visual art i'm like yeah. oh my god i was like they say folks fighting demons one of his was a painter when people say they fight demons i just think they'd be gay okay i'm just okay. playing it was a meme Okay. <laughs> All yeah, right. So no, I do feel for him though, I, um, low key, because I understand like he probably just going through something that he probably can't talk about because um his label is probably for because I mean a lot of times too the label have them in contracts where they have to release music and they have to release content so that they can pay them back and get out of their contract contracts and all this other stuff. So he's probably not even wanting to be in the public eye right now as far as like making music and all the other stuff he probably just genuinely wants to chill but he has a job to do mm -hmm, mm -hmm, he under mm -hmm. contract that's another reason why it's just crazy that's why honestly it's such a gift and a curse to sign labels to sign to labels because even though labels have the power to do things as far as like 
um, bring in people so that you can collab with that are high rank because that does boost your career. Um, I mean, funding behind music videos so that you can have a big budget, funding behind your look um, so that you can live a certain way. You know what I'm saying? Even though that's a good thing, they you it's like a puppet. Almost. Yeah, it really is. You're not in control of your life. You don't even have the opportunity to explore your own creativity and find out what works for you. Yeah, and this is the reason why Beyonce is the GOAT, because she just she definitely has labels behind her, but she's telling them what she doing and ain't doing. Yeah, you gotta have that solid foundation. Girls time! Alright, let's move on. We have a lot of time on Lil Dread here. Alright, you got anything? Sorry. I was gonna say something about um, Roland Ray, but honestly, he's talking about this big purr thing. Um, now listen, in his defense, in his defense, we're going to start there because I don't think that he's right, but in his defense, I've witnessed so many people get that, that were from social media that went viral. They get things taken from them yeah, and made into something else. You know what I'm saying? Just like Kodak Black felt like, you know, he can't, he, he definitely said, let me drive the boat. The internet blew it up. And then Megan just turned it into something else because it definitely didn't mean drink Hennessy out the bottle. Yeah, that don't even that don't even correlate. He he was definitely like asking to drop a real boat. So so you know what I'm he saying. He wasn't even asking. He was talking to himself. Yeah, he was like, "Let me drop a boat." <laughs> I love that video, but anywho, uh, I get it. But also, um, I don't even think that she was using in the, the big part. She's not using it in the same. Uh, first of all, is, when he said "per," he was saying "period," and I yeah. thought that she was mimicking Pooh Shiesty. Why he she not beefing with Pooh Shiesty? She was. She literally, because he said "burr," and people had a problem with that. Burr, that. My thing is, Roland Ray ain't gonna, ain't gonna check him. Or he's scared. He don't never check check dudes unless it's Santana. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, he actually you know getting on my nerves now. Roller Ray, he was funny to me at first because I didn't know him from Catfish. I didn't watch that. But I did start to see, like, this guy in his wheelchair who just be saying crazy stuff. But now he just be inserting himself. Like, you live... Somebody... Somebody in the comments said, you literally just fought the weapon formed against you and you ain't learned your lesson yet. Cause you know, he had caught fire. Yeah. It's like, you literally are still healing and you find... It's just crazy. Yeah, no, he just he he got to chill, and I get that. Um, he he, I think what it is is that he knows that people can't really do too much because he's um handicapped, so people can't really do too much. So the only thing they could do is say stuff, but he know they can't say too much on the internet because Rich said she was gonna push him. It's a whole army behind him, brother. He wrong or right? They like ah uh-uh. ah oh, bye. Yeah, so Ooh, it's, Jesus. he, he feel like he can say whatever. Yeah, he getting on my nerves. But yeah, I don't like the way he's going about this big purr thing. I seen a meme that said a post that he literally stole it from cats. <laughs> Period. Okay, he he did. And I like Shamako's song better. Okay, let's now it's time to transition to the main topic. Okay, cool. So um so we got a request to have an episode about how we met and how we know each other. And it's actually not that interesting. Um, <laughs> What's upon a time not long ago? We actually covered this on our, um, when we made our YouTube video back in the day, but I, that video actually makes me cringe now the way I sound it. I'm like, oh, I'm not so loud. Yeah. It's cool. 
So um, should I start? Yeah, go ahead. Cause I don't. But know. I feel like okay. So we both. So first of all, we both. Um, if I'm not mistaken, we both uh started the same school on the same day. Did we? Yeah, because but, no, well, I, I actually transferred to Ficky. I love Mount Olive. Me East too. Point. Really? I didn't go to Ficky before you. I, I literally came to Ficky in fourth grade. I don't think we did we. Okay. I, I didn't start school until the second day of school. I remember because this. Okay, was so new- it was. I started at the top of the next year after after Christmas. I started. I remember. Oh, so you didn't start the beginning of the year? No, I didn't. I because we had moved. Um, from. Got it. Okay, so I ended up going to Fickett. Um, I trans. I transferred from Conley Hills. I went to Conley Hills, and then I went to Fickett. But I didn't start until the second day of school. Um, and then you came after Christmas. I didn't realize that. You know, it's funny. The only reason why I remember that, do you remember when we used to have those um, U- UPS employees who would sponsor us for Christmas and give us Christmas gifts and stuff like that? I think so. So it used to be yeah, this yeah, thing. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember in fifth grade getting something and realizing that I didn't get to participate the previous year because I had just started. <laughs> yeah. Um, fifth grade was a weird year for me. Because I ain't, I didn't go on that one field trip, partially because y'all had went to um the George the aquarium, Tennessee Aquarium, and who was y'all? I never went there. I was in Miss Farrell class who didn't let us do nothing. Okay, I had to come to y'all class a few times because I couldn't go on the field trip. And you probably came before I got kicked out of Miss Stewart. Anyway, carry carry on with the story. Um, I'm getting traumatized, so make it quick. Yeah, like quickly. Um, fourth grade, but me and Alicia met in fourth grade. I remember she came to school with them beads. Okay, need to chill out. And they was loud. You don't remember that now. I promise. I promise you. Did I, I mean, have the beads in fourth grade? Yes, you did. You did. Because okay, it was chill. loud. Okay. I never forget. My mama used to start off my break my beads with one color. You know how sometimes if you well maybe you don't, but sometimes women if we get our hair braided, the hairstylists will like do bigger braids in the back, small in the front, just to save time and nobody will really see them. My mama will start left the whole left side, and then the right side will be whatever color beads was left. And so my junk will be looking like a U.S. flag. Period. Anyway, go ahead. Then I think both our parents worked in the front office because my mama worked in the front office in fourth grade. Mama didn't work at the school yet. She um was working at a daycare, I think. Or maybe she was doing fast food. She didn't work at the school until after, thank God, because I didn't want to be going to school. My mama worked there. Oh, my God. My mama worked at the front office when I was in fourth grade, and she used to come to my class all the time. And I hated that because people would be in the class like, yo, mama here? I know. Dang. That's annoying. My mama definitely used to do pop-ups. I'm like, oh, Oh, I used to hate that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we had a, a little cool time in fourth grade. She was a cool teacher. Her boyfriend had brought us ice cream one time. He was the ice cream man. And we was looking at him crazy because he had came up there with like a pink jean vest on, I and he had it. the pink shorts to match it. The jean shorts. you remember no. that? Mm-mm. Girl, if I wasn't in the class yet, I don't remember was. she used to drink Slim Fast all the time. And wasn't Slim. Um, <laughs> I'm like, dang, people drink this in real life. I just remember it from the commercial. <laughs> but now we see the thing is, in the, like, once again in the hood especially where I grew up at, we didn't have white people. So my teacher was white. Yeah. So the fact that when she, when her boyfriend came to school and he was black, it kind of was like a shocker to us because we like, oh, dang, you got a black boyfriend? Like, like it was dang, just, you must be cool. Yeah. 
And he was the ice cream man. Like, I was like, wow. I do remember him bringing us some ice cream. Yeah, actually, so I went to, um before Fickett, I went to Mount Olive. And East Point is pretty, it's, it's mostly black, but there are a lot of white people. Okay. See. Like, because, you know, that's where um, Woodland. Well, I was in East Point. I was in Fulton County School. Super you was Bowl. on the black end, though. Yeah. Yeah, I okay. was I, I was near like Woodland Academy towards like okay. Hateville and all that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, no. I definitely went to Conley Hills, which is um on Delow Drive, and I went to Venetia Hills, which is off Campbellton Road. Yeah, I I lived in East Point for a very, very, very short period. Like it was not long. It was like maybe a, it was like yeah. two years, a year. But anywho, me and Alicia was cool in, in in elementary school, like for from fourth grade. But fifth grade, we wasn't in the same class, so we never really saw each other like that. Cause my teacher hated me. I don't know. I wasn't a bad child. I don't know what my I did. My teacher hated her. me too, honey. That's why I got fit. I didn't do nothing to her. I used to be in the class. Like, what did I even do? But I never went on no field trips. I used to just stay at the school to play math blaster. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey, all right, math blaster. I know I'm old. I used to play Mad Blaster. Like I used to stay at school, play Mad Blaster, um, downloading lyrics. Um, okay, like, back to the story. You know, but when we went to middle school, Alicia started to ride my school bus, and then we were in the same class. Like we had, like I feel like all the way up to eighth grade, we had the same teachers except one year. Because eighth grade, we definitely had the same teachers. Sixth grade, we did. Seventh grade, you had Miss Matt Williams too. We had this, but we no seventh grade. I had Mr. Thomas. Okay, so maybe that's what it is. Maybe he wasn't in my class then. Yeah, Yeah. um, you know, I didn't realize that. So we probably did we really used to kick it like that in elementary school? No, like in in fourth grade, we we used to talk to each other, but when we went to fifth grade, we didn't have none of the same. We didn't have none of the same teachers. Let me tell a quick story. I was in fifth grade. I got assigned to this lady class, right? And Shane used to let us go to the bathroom that many times. And it probably, and rightfully so, because kids be playing. But in my eight, nine-year-old head, I got to pee. So yeah. I told my mama. And the te- then I was so scared of the teacher that I pretended that I made it all up in the PCA meeting. And then I got transferred classes. And everybody thought that I lied on my teacher when I really lied on myself. Mm-mm. But it was scary. She used to wear a science coat. She sure did. <laughs> she was older she just used to be she was just very she was just older that's all i don't i hope i don't i hope she's still living miss um helen stewart but yeah i was scared of her so i just was like i made it all up and i just want to go back to class now and then you got transferred to who class miss Farrell class which y'all the classroom my teacher's class was literally in the gym like it was a gym office converted to a classroom and she didn't even allow us to go to programs i feel like she just didn't want to go this is the reason why we never really saw each other because that's why you was in the gym yeah and, and we, even, even when you was in miss stewart class we never saw y'all but we was right next to miss matt william class though yeah y'all was next door to us but y'all we never saw y'all we saw y'all at field day in the book fair <laughs> i ain't never had book fair money now stop triggering me oh, okay yes, cool so middle school, yeah. So I actually did not live in the same apartments as Draco, but my this is when my mother started to work at the elementary school that we went to. Now elementary school was connected to his apartments by use of this bridge. And so yeah. what we would do is go to the bus stop and Draco's apartments. And then once I caught the school bus, my mom would cross the bridge and then go to work at the school. So that's yeah. just how it just made more sense. Cause my brother also went to the elementary school. So it was just kind of like a, you know, wham, bam, thank you, man. So yeah. 
Yeah. So once we went to middle school, that's when all hell broke loose. <laughs> it was, first of <laughs> all, we felt year. like we was on scare straight on the first day of school. Like, because <laughs> I think we had a pet rally the first week. And the upperclassmen used to like bully us. They used to be like, yeah, fresh meat. Can't wait to see y'all. I know, it was all the stuff you expected from the movies. Like, oh, yeah, y'all, y'all. Meanwhile, nobody in this building is over 13. Like, yeah. need to come. it was like so scary to me, though, because everybody in elementary school was so nice and so soft. And then we got to middle school and it was just like a whole different world. Bro, I swear to God, in sixth grade, I feel like seventh and eighth graders was huge. They look like adults to me. Yeah, I think that was cool. Like, we had a cheerleading squad. We had basketball teams. And I was just like, oh, my God, we really grown. Yeah, and my, my head, cousin could... was in the eighth grade. So I was like, yeah, my cousin, go ahead. She in the eighth grade. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I think sixth grade is when we really started to hang out with each other. Okay, that makes sense. because We didn't really had no choice. We literally had every class together. And then we had, um, we used to have to catch the bus together in the morning. Okay. And we had several events that happened at the bus stop that we do not have enough time to share, but it definitely created fun memories. I'll say that. <laughs> oh, we got enough time. No, we do not. We got, uh-uh. Look at that time ticker. Okay. And so you could, if you got one story, we could share it, but I, um... Honestly, I don't even feel comfortable sharing none of them. Perfect. Lovely. Okay. I did. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, we met in, we met at elementary school, and we really was cool since then. I had a lot of friends in school, but like you said, and now that I think about it, I feel like I saw you the most, so that's just kind of how it ended up happening. And yeah. some friends, I even though I was in the streets and all that, I mean, not in the streets, but I still was not friends. Like, I was friends with, like, a lot of the, like, Mo Hood folks, but not, I didn't, my mom wouldn't let me hang with them. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, but we, that's, still, we didn't do much, though, because I think that we went to, like, a Bow Wow concert together. We went to that. That we was in middle school. We went ring. to the skating ring. Yeah. Yeah, we went to the skating ring, and then we went to... You and to a Bow Wow concert, right? No, we did not. And I don't want to talk about that story. <laughs> Thank you. Man, some middle schools be lying. Um, <laughs> now I got to boot your <laughs> name out. <laughs> my bad. But, um, <laughs> okay, anyway, so yeah, basically, we just got- child, If your child in middle school, they be lying. For real. Let me. Oh, somebody lying. Now, I don't believe kids at all. I'm sorry, because I used to lie through my dog on teeth, my little nun braces teeth. Um, but yeah, so basically, yeah, we just used to, we just, we used to talk on the phone all day, every day. My mom used to get so mad, because Chris used to, Draco, sorry, used to call me five, six, seven o'clock in the morning. And maybe not that early, but it used to be early. And this was before everybody had a cell phone. This was a house phone. <laughs> and I remember sometimes I used to try to turn, because when we got a, when we got a, a wireless phone, I would just turn the ringer off on all of them and keep one of them in the room so she wouldn't know. But the phone would light up, so she would see it. <laughs> Oh my god! It'll say Shirley Dixon. Yep, the queen. <laughs> um, but we so, we did go to separate high schools, but we still just kept in contact because this girl, it swore she went to Stone Mountain with me. Well, I had one. No, for real. I actually first. know people from both of your both of your high schools. That's crazy. Yeah. But remember, we used to see each other in the morning walking down the street. Oh yeah, that's when I still lived on campus. And then when I got kicked out of North Atlanta, my mama moved to 
Stone Mountain, and that's when life that's a very drastic time. move, by the way. Yeah. So if you from Atlanta, you understand that if you just grew up on the west side, like your whole life, that's all you knew, like for real, for real. If you lived in Ben Hill specifically, you didn't really have to leave 166 for nothing. Like everybody, the doctor over there, your dentist office, the mall, the mall, store, yeah, the grocery store, laundromats. Um, even if your parents like went out, like it was like bars and stuff over there, restaurants, like we would go to certain restaurants, um, but it all was in the neighborhood. So we never really left there. So when I moved to Stone Mountain, I promise you, first of all, it looked like we moved to like a rich part of town, which now I look at, I'm like, honestly. Oh my God. It is run down. Yeah. And it always looked like that. Yeah, I said the same thing. But you know, I used to think Fickett was like a castle. But you know, that's just interesting. It's just all perspective because when you haven't seen better, you think that's the best. Like I used to think Cascade, I mean, Cascade is nice. Don't get me wrong. That's some nice parts. But there are certain parts now that I look and I'm like, dang, I thought this was so nice. And same for Stone Mountain. Like, I thought that that was a place you could be walking down the street three o'clock in the morning, no problem, but it's not. Yeah, I definitely had, like, it was like something from a movie. Like, I moved, my mom sent me away for the summer because of, uh, well, not the whole summer, but she sent me away because of my behavior. So she literally, her and uh, my mentor at the time, they sent me to North Carolina. Like, they literally shipped my ass away to a pre-medical camp because I used to always tell them I wanted to go to school to be a veterinarian. So they said, okay, cool. Well, we're going to send you to a veterinarian. Did you really want that? Or you Because I feel like I used to say I used to want to be certain things, but only because people was asking me and not because I really I did it. until I realized I was scared of fish. <laughs> Got it. Well, so, that's, um, that's, is that in the same wheelhouse? Um, people do bring their fish to veterinarians because they be choking on them rocks. Oh, I'll be like, well, off the pet smart. Flush it. Um, anywho, but um, she shipped me away and I stayed there for maybe like two weeks at the camp, but two weeks as a child felt like a month. Yeah. So, you know, I had to go away to a camp and be around people that I didn't know. Um, I ain't know nothing about it. Like, I ain't know them. I had to like sleep in a bunk and every day we did something different. So we was like dissecting cats over the summer, dissecting all type of animals, just learning about animals. So then when I got back home, my mom picked me up and she was like, we got to stop by um, one of my girlfriends. Her daughter's having a um, birthday party. So we're going to stop by there before we go home. So I'm like, okay, cool. So mind you, I'm happy. I'm back in Atlanta. Child, we pull up and it was so quiet. I said, I thought they having a party. She was like, they are, but they just not here yet. She said, she gave me the key though, because she knew that I had to pick you up. So we was going to be a little early. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. So this lady opened the door. <laughs> And she opened the front door and I said, mama, they got the same furniture as you. And I just was looking at it and she was laughing at me. I said, they got the same furniture. That's crazy. Y'all got y'all furniture from the same place. So I looked in the kitchen and I realized she had the same dishes as us. And I said, oh. <laughs> I was like, wait. And so I had just ran and I went into the room that was mine and it was already put up. The bed was put up together, the dresser. All How my she stuff. had time to do all that? She did it while I was gone. Oh, yeah. Duh, 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 duh. Okay. So then she was like, surprise, we moved. Dang, that's... I well, was I like, so am I oh, still... I would have been I... mad. Alicia. I don't she... even remember that. I just remember you suddenly being there. Alicia. 
she left all my posters. Oh, I do remember that. I literally remember that. You were so mad. So about me that. and Alicia had it. We used to like get magazines. I can't say how we got them. But... Oh, I definitely used to steal. <laughs> I listen to them, them statute of limitations been up a long time ago and I was a kid okay a poor kid okay that wanted things so, and couldn't get them we used to have like I guess this would be stand wars so I used to stand Destiny Shao she's stand by wow so we would literally just get magazines if it had bow wow pictures in there I would bring it to her if it had Destiny yeah Shao, oh we did she would bring it to me like we would have like she literally would just give me all the Destiny Shao posters out of her book I would get her the bow wow posters so my wall was covered. We used to not necessarily. Oh battle, my god, my room. But was we was covered. like covering the walls. Like I had books. I had shoe boxes full of pictures. I had posters on the ceiling at one point. The back of the door, the front of the door. Yeah. And my mama, my mama hated it. I remember one time I got in trouble at school, and she, she instead of whooping me, she ripped them. <gasps> oh like my she god. Well, you know, my mom worked at the school, so I used to laminate all mine. So all she could do was cut them, but she ain't do that. She ripped them off the wall and I was crying so bad. But one time, but not crying so bad. I was crying so bad. So when she left out the room, I was just looking. I said, It ain't nothing but a poster of Kelly. I'll be okay. <gasps> I, I had okay. fake me back together. Don't don't do don't do the, the chocolate queen. Oh no, 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 I wouldn't do that. I but I mean I But was you just, was you was on you was solely on Beyonce anyway. You was on you was in the beehive before they had a name. I'm listen, my locker in seventh grade and my folder, I remember. I broke my leg at um in eighth grade and some I don't know why I brought all this stuff to school, like all my Beyonce stuff, but somebody had stole all of it. I had like 10 magazines, I had all types of stuff. They stole it because I had to go to the hospital. Dang. So yeah. Um, yeah, that was we used to have stand wars. My mama left it. My mama left all that stuff in the apartment. So they used to be hating, man. My mama used to do me the same way with Bow Wow stuff. Like she would not come through for certain stuff that I'm like, bro. And now I look back, I just wish it will it was so innocent. It wasn't even nothing yeah. crazy. It just was something that we were interested in. But at first, my, my mama never really had a problem with it. She just didn't like the fact that I was putting all that stuff on her walls. Yeah, I know. She I definitely put a lot of holes in the wall from thumbtacks and stuff like that. And I used to use tape, so used to, I would tape the corners. Of, yeah, I used to use tape until they would sometimes come down. So then I would tape the corners of the poster and then use a thumbtack to puncture through the tape so that I can keep puncturing it. And it won't wow. Engineer. Um, I was an engineer, baby. I remember one time, like the first time we went to church after that, the church we went to, um, the church that we went to was across the street from the apartments. So when we got out of church, I begged my mama. I said, mama, I brought the key to the old house. I said, <laughs> Please, I said, I said, please, I'm begging you, please, like, I need to go get at least some of the stuff. I was like, please let me have some of my stuff. I said, because I, like, I, I really spent a lot of money and time collecting that stuff. Like, I was, like, pleading to her. So she said, yeah. you got five minutes. So she drove me to the apartment, and I, it was like a game show. Like, I had to run in there and get as oh much as I could. Oh, my God. I left so much stuff. Like, I, we used to, like, record... VHS, like whenever they would be on 106 and Park. Yeah, I used to do the same so, thing. Radio record. and TV. Yes, I used to. I left a lot of those tapes. I was so hurt. But I remember when it, when the five minutes was up, my mama laid on the horn. Like she was outside the window. She was like, yeah. That's torture. At least it was still there. But I was like, honestly, as long as um, the first Beyonce concert I went to was in ninth grade. And um, I had bought a poster. My mom gave me money to get like a souvenir. I spent my twenty dollars on one poster, so I was like, at least let me get my little twenty dollar poster. Yeah, please. 
<laughs> so I definitely got that one. And I got some more stuff. And, and look I, at how consistent you are. If, if Bow Wow didn't turn out to be so corny, I would still be team Bow Wow too. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I don't be trying to show my age. I don't be trying to show my age all the time. Oh, but God. I just be wanting people to understand that I was, I have proof that I was in a beehive since the first since the since the bees been buzzing. That's a fact. I can I can attest to that. I I literally remember. Yeah. Don't you so remember a, when the posters used to have the same artists on both sides? You had to sit there and choose yeah. which one you was gonna hang up. I used to hate that because no, I, I used to be like, sometimes Word Up used to have the best Bow Wow posters, and I used to be so mad when they would have to make me choose. I'm like, well, I just rotated every Wednesday. <laughs> oh, see, you good because that's when I was still. Because I'm like, oh, I'm oh, you would get two of them. And I would just take the poster out because I knew what page it was on. So man, I, I used to steal, you know, it's okay. When I used to steal them, I used to have to sneak because I could only do it when my mama went to the grocery store. And so I would take it out of the magazine and fold it all the way down, but it would end up having a, a crease in the po- in the poster and it would end up being a little damaged. But I ain't care because as long as his eyes and stuff were straight, I ain't care. That's so funny. Yeah. Now that's why that's why parents be so so strict because they be remembering the stuff they did. Cause all I'm gonna do is make sure that my child um don't we do didn't nothing. even do nothing. Well, I was stealing. I'm talking about the stealing. I used to steal a lot of stuff, oh. not not just the posters. But I mean, like the stuff that other kids do did or was doing, we did was not do nothing. nothing. We were doing the most innocent. Yeah, I agree. We was we definitely didn't do nothing. we was so, pre-made Oreos. Let, let them tell it. Yeah. But we definitely was out of trouble. I did not usually. I didn't get in trouble, especially not the kind of trouble they was doing. Um. Oh snap! Oh, my arms finna stop hurting. <laughs> oh snap this oh i did take an aspirin that's why um anywho so since we didn't go to the same high school we did keep in contact we talked on the phone all the time so what brought us back together i don't know if it was 10th grade or 11th grade but we both started working at six flags i ended up going to apply because i'm like dang i always go to six flags might as well just work there so i ended up getting a job oh there. yeah i could definitely apply because you applied yeah i was i might as well just work there so when I went there, mind you, I never had a job before. Six Flags used to hire everybody. Like, it was like, if you got the packet, you knew that you had the job. It was like the little- Oh, yeah, little, they used to have hiring day where you you didn't even have to get contacted for an interview. You just show no, up. No, you just show up. They'll have, like, um, a mass hiring thing. And you would just literally go. And I went and I got hired. And I saw Alicia to go. So I was like, just go up there. You get a job. And long and behold, she went and got a job too. Like it was sure did. I'm like, dang, it's easy. It ain't like that no more. Now I did hear a commercial yesterday about Six Flags having hiring day, but you do have to be contacted now when you put in yeah. the application. Thank God. Cause I couldn't get hired nowhere. I tried to work fast food, didn't get the job. I'm yeah. like, okay, so what I'm supposed to do? But let me tell y'all, back then, them little $6, used to add up. I don't know if it's because I never had a job. Because we didn't have no bills and we, we ain't have no money to start off with. Add, like, my checks every Friday used to be like $500. I don't even know how. Yeah, mine too. Because we used to be working 13, 14 hour days. With no remorse. Like, we would not even complain. Like, we would just do it. That's, like, because, just, oh, that's because poverty had us in a chokehold, bro. Oh, for sure. And we didn't even have no reason to do it because it's not like we were trying to work towards a goal, like savings goal or to buy certain things. Was so ha- oh, I was so happy to be able to buy. My, I literally bought a cell phone my first paycheck. Oh, yeah. I remember when we started buying smartphones. It was over with. This phone number that I have right now, I bought with my first six flash check. Ain't that crazy? Still got the same number. June 3rd, 2016. I can never forget that day. Wow. <laughs> Not 16, six, 2006, 2006. I had this number since yeah. 2006, yeah. Wow. Not 2016, now. 
But yeah, so we started working at Six Flags. Six Flags was like the biggest highlight of our childhood. Cause let me tell y'all, first of all, we had money. And then this is like when we were not necessarily on our own, but we got to both catch the train and like just hang out on the, in the streets all by ourselves because we was working. So we actually got to like hang out and do stuff on the weekends. Yeah, cause Six Flags was just like working at, it was like high school. We were, honestly, and I say this every time, but that's how I got such a diverse friend circle working there. Yeah. Cause it was people from all over, different backgrounds, different schools. A lot of people from the West side, but like not Camelton, more so like, I feel like people at Thero started working at Six Flags cause I started working there. And uh, but only, it was only one person that worked there at Six Flags from Stone Mountain. Cause I mean, that was a long way. People see and on the East side, see, I didn't know nothing about the East side. If you lived on the East side, they version of Six Flags was Stone Mountain Park. If you worked at Stone Mountain Park. Oh you, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I, I wasn't giving it. My mama wanted me to, but I'm like, the bus don't even go out there. Six Flags was fun though. I learned all my life skills there. <laughs> yeah. And I know how to work, uh, run a roller coaster. No, literally operate. I know all the safety regulations. I was 17 pressing very serious buttons. Okay, don't play with me. <laughs> we had, remember, we had, to, we had to write essays to even pass the test. Yes. Like, honestly, we y'all, take long tests it's to some even, kids working oh at Six Flags, but I can assure you that it's not easy to be somebody that operate that presses the, works the board at a roller coaster. Like, it's actually yeah. really hard. It was like the darn essay. Like, we used to fail those tests, but I yeah. know, I oh, think I had God. to. And like it was a major thing. Like those tests were like essays. Like yeah, you had and if you essay questions, oh, and it was God. like four or five hours. Yeah, I remember I spent seven hours getting certified for Batman. And if you didn't like write it correctly, you have to start over, and you can't like edit. You it's probably different now. I bet they can do they can do it on a computer, but you yeah. literally had to write it from scratch. And then after the season end, the new season come, you got to get recertified. Yep, because because. But they'll add rides or they'll add certain um, regulations to the rides or change mm -hmm. it up. Um, and then we also had um, some unfortunate events where people died at Six Flags. So we had to make you know sure that we knew what to do. And like, it was just a lot. Like, that really made me feel like I was sm a smart ass bitch. Like, working at No, for Flags. real. It was serious. <laughs> I was like, That's how I knew I was ready for college. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was. No, Six Flags was a big deal. If I say rides, food service, all that, I feel like you can get a food service experience anywhere. Games, you get customer service anywhere. But rides was a really safety oriented department. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, that was the most messed up part about it. Rides got paid the least. Yep, ain't that crazy? Park services they got paid more than us. As they um, should have though. <laughs> games got paid more, but we was cleaning up throw up. Not only oh, we did. And we had to confront people about being too short, even if they was a grown Yes, up. like clean up throw up. We had to press rise for buttons. We, we had... were still getting paid more than minimum wage, though. Can you believe that? It's six dollars. Minimum wage was like five thirty-five at the time. And we was gonna pay six dollars. And it literally increased while I was working there and it never went up again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but mm -hmm. I got fired from there. We we did end up going to college together. We went to the same school. Oh yeah, um, I actually went to college because of you. Also, I'm really a follower. That's fine. I'm really a trendsetter. You a trendsetter? I got a job because of you. I went to college because of you. Wow, man, I'm really a Draco the thing fan. Is, you didn't get fired before me at the job. I got fired, and then I had to. I was forced to drop out of college. Were you forced? Yeah, the police. Oh. <laughs> I the thought you were say financial aid. Oh no, financial aid was was Wait, on my jail side. is why you had to stop going to school. I feel like I knew this though. Yes, I missed too many days of class. 
Oh my! I missed like three. I li- I missed like three months of class. They couldn't do nothing about it either. They I'm was like, dead to the bed. <laughs> they was like, you missed so many days that you would have to literally start over. Oh and my we god! We can't refund you because the money that you did have left over, you used it for um, student housing. Oh my God. Well, so at least you had somewhere to stay. Dang. I do feel like you had a, a period of a lot of irresponsibility. And yeah. that's not me judging you, but I do. Oh, no, I'm judging myself because I, I just remember what... days like kind of shocked that you was like in the situation that you was in. Like, dang, like, is it these people? You know, is it him coming out and finally being able to be himself? Like, what is it? It was mental. It was it was my mental. Honestly, I never, I think what it was for real, for real, it's not, it wasn't even the people around me. It was what it was. Let me not say that. It was the people around me. It was the way that my family treated me because um growing up, I only was around my mom a lot. Like my mom would literally send me to a certain family member's house as punishment because she would be like, You need to see how you was living, how you would be living. If you didn't have somebody that care about you for real, Ooh, so that's she would, real. She would literally send me to family members' houses who had rats and roaches and didn't have like central heat and air, living in a hood, abusive boyfriends, um, jailbirds. Like she would send me over there just for punishment. So like when my mom passed, I didn't know what to do. My me and my sister didn't really like each other like that. Oh my good! Oh, I remember. So, so like, y'all had so, to face that though after your mama passed. Yeah, we had to face. We had to face it. Like we really didn't. And it's not that we didn't like each other. My sister didn't understand me because my mom was like very pro me. Whatever yeah. I wanted to do, however I wanted to look, however I wanted to be, she was supportive of it. And my sister is hood, so she looking at me like, "You really allow him to wear this white boy shit? <laughs> you really let him do this?" She like, "Why not? Like, well, who is he harming?" Yeah, that's good it's great to have a parent that's like that because um everybody doesn't have that freedom i'll say that yeah and then it was another thing too because my sister wasn't the best child like she dropped out of high school in ninth grade she had guns at an early age like literally 14 i'm sure she still do i'm actually scared of your sister so (laughs) she had guns. let me comment on her post honey i don't want her to be thinking i'm a ghost my sister is literally a different person her kids changed her she is the softest person like she almost be about to cry because i won't call her i don't call her as much as i should like she'd be like they say kids are weird it's weird. I'm like, oh my god, you really? Oh, I remember y'all used to get into it. Yeah, we used honey. to get into it really bad. Like she would, like it was. We did not like each other. Like it was. Mm. I mean, like immediate. Like as soon as my mom passed, like we did not like each other, and we were the only people we had. Like that was my only sibling. My nieces and nephews were really close to me, but my sister, she only used me to babysit them, so she didn't really <laughs> fuck with me. Well, we used to have fun when you used to babysit them, though. Yeah. So, like, after that, I, th- I think I was just going through it. Like, I didn't have no money. I was just lost as a person and was doing stuff I had no business doing, trying to keep up with the image that I had before. Because before I had two jobs, I was working at Six Flags and Hollister. So, I was that I was that girl. Or in my head, I felt like I was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was that girl. I ain't had to pay no bills. I was living with my mama. Um buying shoes and clothes and i had two cell phones just doing your thing doing my thing on my own you know what i'm saying so i'm like whatever but then when that my mom was uh passed i was like you know this is different i gotta live with my sister i lost both of my jobs um i tried to go to school that didn't help i just met people that introduced me to things that i shouldn't have been introduced to luckily it wasn't drugs um oh hallelujah you're right about that 
Yeah. So, I'm, you know, I just was like living a different life and it was it was all new to me. And I just felt like I was just grown. That made me feel grown for some reason. But I'll tell you one thing. I'm just I'm I'm one person that jail work for because <laughs> I went to jail. They set me down in the jail for a minute. It worked because did you ever get tried in there? Like, you know, like time, I probably went to jail because it, it was and I know we talked about this before, but it was a point in my life where if people don't talk to me in two days, they would be like, oh, he in jail. Oh, yeah. You know, me, me, you and BB can always share this memory. <laughs> we were just really BB used to be doing a call and she used to be calling around. I think we called the hospital before. We just wasn't sure. Yeah. <laughs> so I would be in jail and I would be in jail because I would never go to court because I didn't have no money. So they would make me try to like pay probation and I would go to my probation officer. But one time she flipped on me like I told her, I said, I said, be honest. I said, I'm a college student. If I had money to buy stuff, why would I be in here for stealing? <laughs> I can't pay you $1,500. Like, I don't have that. I never even seen $1,500 in my life at that point. The most yeah. I think was five, $600. Yeah. That's what you see. Thug says a lot of folks, didn't, and was, when they freed out them folks, they um they was in jail and the bond was higher than what they stole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I promise you, the stuff that I stole for real, um, like, it's been plenty of times I should have went to jail. I mean, dealing with with cars and dealing with run like I I remember one time I probably left Linux Mall with like eight hundred dollars worth of jeans. Oh Jesus! I'm proud. I'm pretty sure I was there. I used to, y'all. Draco used to be. We would go in the store and he literally would be stealing while I'm with him, and I would not have a single clue. And then as soon as we crossed the threshold of the store and the rest of the mall, he'd be like, "Look what I got!" And I used to be so mad because I'm like, I am not going to jail for no accessory. Because, yeah. you know, they don't know. They don't want to hit it. Y'all came here together. Y'all was working. Okay. Yeah. I did not know nothing. Y'all. And I was not. Now, I only stole as a kid. Like, I mean, like eight, nine years old. But when I got older, I always was responsible. Not saying that you were irresponsible, even though you were. I was. I just was. A, I was always pretty disciplined when it came to stuff like that. Like, I would hang with all the lawbreakers and went and break the law. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is so right. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is so true. Like. But uh, yeah, it's been plenty of times where I should have went to jail, but I never got caught. I will always get caught for petty stuff like like under fifty dollars. Yeah, and then my bond will be two thousand dollars. Why? How? Yeah, I don't got it. Yeah, I don't got it. Why? It's like just... paying an overdraft fee for some money you ain't have. But yeah. I mean, that's like they got to set the bar somewhere, right? Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I that's can't like. For me. It was sometimes I'm just like, man, I can't. This can't be the same Draco I used to hang with growing up. But you know, people go through their stages. But I, you was never a bad person. No, you just was doing stupid stuff, and yeah. that's really what it came to. But you know, I think that people kind of have the th the good thing is you got through it and you dealt with it early on because it's people who are still yeah. dealing with those same issues that you was having. And I mean, you wasn't even 21 yet. I don't think so I was about like, to say that. I was like, honestly, all this happened before 21, but it was it so much happened that it felt like it was for years like yeah. it was like, i mean it was for years but not like as bad as yeah like 10 but years. all of this happened before i turned 21 but yeah i know i noticed that even when i got out of jail that nobody would hire me like i had multiple that um shoplifting charges on my record who's gonna hire me yeah so i was trying to find a job and i was trying to like figure out what i was gonna do and of course people ain't trying to hear that you need to go get up go look for a job i'm like yeah. who's gonna hire me yeah Who's gonna hire me? And then they're like, "Well, you need to get an expunge off your worker." 
with what money yeah 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 and it's so easy to say that when people have access to that stuff and that's why i try to like make paint a picture to some people that live a more privileged life and they don't understand stuff like that i'm like it's not that simple actually a lot of people are in the predicament because literally lack of money and you yeah. might say oh go get a better job but it takes so much more than just applying for a better job to get it it's a mentality it's experience you have to be a little bit more polished sometimes and people don't have exposure to that unless somebody literally puts them on and who putting them on if they all live in the same predicament exactly and, and it's so crazy that you say that like you have to be a little bit more polished to do stuff because even when i first started doing makeup a lot of the a lot of people wouldn't work with me or they wouldn't um help me because of the way i i looked or the way i talked like i'm i'm looking like because at the time like i had a whole bunch of tattoos i had gauges this was in 2009 nobody had that not no black yeah. people anyway so now so they looking at me like which one you working because you talk like you from the west side but you looking like you from somewhere else what's somewhere going else? on i don't here? even know what part of atlanta so people was like look, five they points never, yeah they definitely was just looking at me like oh my god like this is very different so a lot of people just didn't want to give me a chance like i really I say that makeup really saved my life. It taught me a lot of stuff. It taught me how to be professional. It taught me a lot of life skills. It taught me how to make money. It taught me how to keep money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm definitely yeah, it's so place. crazy how grateful. our paths, remember like people used to tell us we need to, you know, I went to school for radio because people told me that I want to be on radio, but even though I love being my person, I, I did want to be on radio real bad, but I didn't know, I don't know if I was as passionate enough about it to go to school for it. So I tried and I realized it wasn't lucrative and you don't actually need a degree to be on the radio, but I do wish I would have pursued pursue communications and broadcasting a little bit further to, um, to get into TV production, but I never could see myself on TV. But it's just funny. Like, that's why I asked you about the veterinarian thing earlier, because sometimes people will put things in your head and you start to pursue it. And you look back and realize that's not what you really wanted. Like, um, yeah. I, like, I remember we went, we was going to barter where you went to school for fashion design and you're not even in that arena. Not that it's not applicable to what you do no. now, but like- um, you But honestly though, like for real, for real had I would have finished, I think that I would probably still be in that Cause I, cause I ended up going to school for fashion merchandising. I had switched my major from design to merchandising. And I feel like I was, I only was doing that because I wanted to become a stylist. You know, so we I, actually got classmates from Barter who use their fashion merchandising degree. Like they're yeah. actually using it right now. Yeah. So I was going to do that and just become a stylist. Like, I, and I could have, I could see that for myself because even to this day, I still genuinely like fashion. Like I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. But I think that, um, makeup just came a little bit more natural to me because it was it was more so like drawing and I used to draw and paint a lot so I it, it was a little bit more natural like the fashion thing I kind of forced it because I used to like putting on clothes yeah yeah I feel you it was like you know what the, I'm saying? Uh, like I like fashion for myself I didn't necessarily care for if I dress other people but I that's why I did it so makes yeah. sense that makes sense what do you think how do you think our lives end up like not that we're not we're not separate paths now but we used to be together every single day I, like what do you think that came do you think that came from you like being more comfortable with your sexuality and i don't mean that to be shady but i do think that no, no, no. once you came out i feel like you definitely started to like have different friends and stuff like that yeah um of course when you come out you definitely like i've, I've hung out with you pretty much my whole life so it's like i'm hanging out with a girl and I don't got no problem with that, but I also need friends that literally live the same lifestyle as me because since I was, since I wasn't out, I didn't know much. Like I did have one gay friend who was in my neighborhood in Stone Mountain, but I don't know if people realize this. 
Um, the East Side is very behind, and this is why we always kind of drag the East Side. But on a serious note, the East Side is very, very behind. Like, the East Side is still very homophobic. Like, uh, compared to the West Side, like, they have, like, drag queens that live in the hood and don't <laughs> get bothered. They have, like, trans women and all this stuff in the hood. They don't get even looked at. They'll probably look at it like, oh, okay, whatever. But for the most part, it's, and I grew up around that. Like, we were all, we were, it was natural for us to see gay people in the hood. Yeah, yeah, it's it was so not abnormal. I agree. I mean, there was, was still homophobia, but there was definitely like we knew gay people. Yeah, and mostly and men. I was on say. the east side. It wasn't like that. Every guy mm-hmm. that I met over there on the east side, everybody was DL. Everybody was DL. Everybody was in the closet. And for a minute, that's how I felt like life was supposed to be. So I'm like, okay, so I'm not supposed to be out. This is different. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when I met people you know, that were out and it made me feel more comfortable. I'm like, well, I need to see what this life is about while I'm just young. So, of course, I just experienced stuff. I just wanted to go and check stuff out just to see what it was. But, I mean, I was always scared, too. Like, I would never go to certain clubs just because of what I heard. Even to this day, like, I don't do certain... Because I remember I told you Friends, the bar. I was like, I wouldn't go there because I heard it's a drug bar and I don't want to even be caught in that type of environment. Yeah. Only for me to go, like, two weeks ago. (laughs) But mm-hmm. no, it's key. I didn't do nothing. Didn't do it. No, but you'll um, never know. Oh, y'all know because I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's just me just exploring life, like just trying to see, like, you know, what who I should be dating, who I should be hanging around, what type of person that I should be, what different type of people like that's how I found out about Vogan and ballroom scene and J setting and boyfriends and I really had a, a a clear understanding of what trans women were because I mean growing up they were always we were always told that that was like a freak show really I you know don't know if I'm I saying? felt that way or was taught like, people would say that like that was always like oh my god they're a fucking weirdo this boy is dressing up as a girl or this girl dressing up as a boy um blah 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 but me actually being around it and being in that life I was like whoa you know I just got caught up in the wrong stuff. But once I figured it out, once I, you know, once I got the ball rolling and figured it out, let me tell you, my family really talked about me bad because they knew that I wanted to go to school for um, veterinarian. You know, they hold that over your head. You, you tell supposed them, to bend in then. You supposed to bend in mm. school for that. What happened to that? Well, didn't your mama say you like computers? <laughs> <laughs> you be on oh that, my god you be on that my space all day making them pages and like stuff. you on that by yourself <laughs> and and so you know your family is is putting that in your head making it seem like the career choice that you want to do isn't lucrative or it was gonna make you money because they would literally tell me to my face like hey you don't need to do no makeup i went to the mall and saw this little boy in the middle of the mall doing makeup he probably ain't even he was doing eyebrows seven dollars you think you're gonna make money for that man that's you know what though it's unfortunate that that happens because there's people who definitely have shifted gears because of that kind of feedback they kind of get discouraged but if you stay i mean we see it all the time if, especially in this era if you stay down you will see the success you deserve for real i think they started because I, I i started i was determined and i started i started being in the right rooms early on in my career like i remember yeah. Three four months into it, I had I worked the Soul Train Awards and I had yeah. like credential necklace and uh, back then at award shows they would give you like gift bags so they would give um um 
I guess they were called swag bags. Like they was they were copying off the VMAs because I remember the VMAs was major for like celebrities and people who worked in the industry. They would go to the award show and in their dressing room, they would have bags of stuff that people were trying to promote. Like this is Yeah, I remember they phones. I remember one year they yeah, I'm about to say they had razors and the, the cell phones. Razor cell phones, sidekicks. I mean, like all type of stuff. So of course, you know, other war shows picked that up. So I would come home with that stuff. Like I had um, some bags with a lot of stuff, and my family was like, "Wait a minute, they got your name on it. You really was at the Soul Train Award?" Yeah, and it's I, like I, I worked the Soul, Soul Train. I think that people just like the security of a W two job. So when you're not doing that, it's kind of like, uh, do you really want to? Even but- to this day, people try to act like what I do isn't a job until they realize that I make the amount of money. They paycheck, I make that in one day. Yeah, that's crazy. That's actually disrespectful. And it's unfortunate because sometimes <laughs> sometimes that's measured against like the, the type of clients you get. But even without your celebrity clients, you still get that that money. <laughs> I try to tell people, I'm like, it ain't even because I work with celebrities. I have regular clients. Like yeah. I literally have a client right now that is that has like 400 followers on Instagram and she tips, she tipped me fourteen hundred dollars the last time I did her makeup. Yeah, that's what happens when you mind people's financial business and not your own. People start to assume. But I'm I'm glad you pursued it because I think it's fine just to see the growth that you don't took. Oh, yeah. And I think that you're actually a professional. Some people just be doing stuff and they give people a bad name in certain fields. And then you shout know. out to Matt Cosmetics. I ain't gonna lie, because I'll I'm tell you, <laughs> in the beginning of my career, I would literally run into people like on set, like professional makeup artists who've been doing makeup for years. They would do makeup for some of the biggest name celebrities, being some of the craziest movies, music videos. And I genuinely would ask them, you know, how they got to their spot. Um, you know, what are some tips? I never wanted them to put me on because I wasn't ready. I didn't know much. So I yeah. wasn't ready for that life. But they would just always tell me like, you ain't about that life. You ain't, you too young. You 21, you 22. And they were in their 30s. So they looking at me like, because at the time, like now, nowadays, you see 16 year old makeup artists. Yeah. Yeah. Back then, with, with, it, make, with makeup lines. Yeah. Back then, like 2009 and 10, being a makeup artist and you were 21 years old, people looking at that crazy. Like that was like a, that that was how we look at 16 year old makeup artists today like you're like oh my god you were working makeup artists at 16 yeah it was looking at me like that they like oh my god you were working makeup artists at 21 you don't know nothing you're too young you do they looking at me like that and so you know just to I, i'm actually appreciative of it because i have to figure it out on my own and I can have my own journey. You know what I'm saying i, I figured it out on my own and now i know like I, i've been in situations where i'm like okay Maybe I ought to do it this way. And I done fucked up over the years, but that made me fix it. So now that I'm, you know, that I'm here where I am now, and I feel like I still have a long way to go because I, I don't I don't have moved out of Atlanta yet. But um I I do definitely feel like I'm way more professional than a lot of artists out here. Yeah. I so, amen. Period. It's gotta be in you, not on you. All right. So period, we have going on and on about this story i think it's interesting um i'm definitely proud of you glad you don't be stealing no more you can actually buy those things that um <laughs> five times over we'll see <laughs> oh period and i mean it but anyways okay cool so thank you to the person who suggested this topic it's funny to think about like the things that have i mean i know in some people's eyes 30 something is old which obviously it's not but it is interesting to see the things that you have experienced even just to this point when there are people who live to be as old as a hundred plus, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we're not even halfway through that point. And the, the growth that we've experienced is just crazy. 
crazy. And I still got a lot of growing to do. Hey, period. Okay, cool. Well, all right, y'all. If y'all have any additional topics, please send them over to us. Um, you can send them, you can DM to us directly or send it to the podcast. Email listenodp at gmail.com. We got a couple more suggestions that we got in the um pipeline or whatever. Um, uh, but yeah, all right, y'all. Any uh final words? Um have fun with your five, and I mean it. Man, let me tell y'all something. I I know I mentioned a while back that I was gonna start a second podcast, but I have not even had the time to plan it. I hate I announced it because I normally really do not. I literally move in silence with everything I do. But I I, I was on a I was on a timeline to get the plan and everything ready, but I just don't have no free time. Like I don't have any free time. And even when you see me posting, that's the free time that I've turned into occupied time because I needed to do something. Like I, it's to the point where I value every second I get on Sundays. Every I'm like I'm hanging with whoever want me to be around them. Okay, but anyways, that's all. Well, I'll let your girl. All right, I'll let your world. I'll let, I'll let your girl. curl. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.